That was weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where that came from. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast, coming to you live from the Waypoint Cafe over at 65 Ludlow Street. Welcome to a brand new episode, a brand new week. Uh, just want everything wanna, old is new again. Everything old is new again. Uh, but before before we get into our uh, our zany show about video games, because um, you know we're, we we try to be positive about a lot of things, but it's hard to stay positive given the current state of the world. Um, just want to take a moment to reflect and make a small comment about the recent tragedy uh, out in uh, Uvalde, Texas. Um, things like that just keep happening. And, uh, and I, I swear, I feel like it was just literally two years ago where I, I made the comments on Sandy Hook. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel it's been over two years, but I feel like here I am. I, I here I am again, doing this again. Where like I have to sit here and be like, you know, why does this happen in our world? And it's it only been a week since the one in, in Buffalo. We are only a hundred and forty-five days into the year. There have been already two hundred plus. Uh, two hundred twenty-four. Yeah, registered gun shootings. Um, Mass shootings. There was like three shootings this week alone. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um, we just need to be better. Uh, I actually wrote uh, two letters to uh, Congress people that I know. I've left a lot of angry voicemails. So like a lot, uh, and I got responses. I, I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I, you know, uh, when I say I write things, I do. Oh, um, I know. <laughs> I know you write things. Um. But I urge people, if you feel like you cannot act, definitely reach out to your Congress people, reach out to those are, that are in charge and let them know how you feel about this. There's many things that you can do to contribute. I know sometimes it feels like that there's nothing you can do, but you can write to your elected officials. If you feel like you want to donate to a worthy cause, there's numerous causes out there. Um, if you feel like this is some, if you feel like this was a mental health issue, you can look up, uh, Organizations like NAMI, uh, National, which is a, an institution for uh, mental health, uh, you can read up on them. They take donations and things like that. Um, there's a bunch of different ones that you can do. So I highly recommend that uh, you reach out, talk to someone, um, and try to move forward from this as positive as best as possible. That being said, um, let's continue our show about video games because... Video games always wind up being uh, touched on when it comes to these type of situations. Uh, and everyone wants to blame violent video games for the things that go on in the world. And uh, Video the, games is rap music. The science has proved that uh, it's always been incorrect. Um, yeah. So with that being said, let's catch up on uh, what we've been playing to sort of dissuade ourselves. And I've been playing Little Witch in the Woods. That's that, uh... It's kind of like a Stardew Valley-like game. I um, remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun game. Um, starts off with a dick joke. I kid you not. <laughs> They're talking about a legendary carrot recipe. But here's how the game... You're on a train. Your hat and you are having a conversation. I couldn't find... She talks about how she couldn't find this carrot. So she, she they searched all over the school, except for the men's restroom, which means that the men's restroom is where the carrot was. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then she talks about how she almost burned down the school. So I'm like, well, this went from zero to 100% very quickly. And that's like the first minute of the game. That's funny. <laughs> then other stuff happens. And yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it becomes a game. <laughs> then it becomes a game. Yeah. Uh, Mostly an investigation. It's actually a lot of investigating. Okay. Like, it's like, sounds fun. So, you, you have to like collect in journal entries to unlock stuff and things like that. So, it's mm -hmm. kind of fun like that. Yeah. Uh, so, thanks to, I think the publisher is Tate's Gaming. Uh, I've been able to play this little thing that we have in our background that drops tomorrow. Kayla um, the so, Kayla Kangaroo is back after. 20 years. Last wow. last scene on the Dreamcast. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
So those of you who don't, don't know, know. Kale the Kangaroo originally <laughs> had a trilogy of games on the Dreamcast. Uh, they were basically released around the time of when the mascot games were super popular. We're talking about, you know, when Crash and Spyro were at their heyday. Um, the games were fairly mixed in terms of review, but it has developed a very cult following. Uh, I myself love KO the Kangaroo. We're talking like games like KO the Kangaroo, Tide the Tasmanian Tiger, Gex, um, Gex the Gecko, like the offshoot like platform gamers. The th- uh, KO the Kangaroo stars the B tier, as they called them. This is the B tier <laughs> guy. So it's literally a kangaroo with boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's funny who also apparently was a B-tier mascot and then turned into an A-tier one? Rayman. Oh, yeah. Rayman was kind of like that offshoot one. Yeah. I know he's out there. <laughs> Bring back Gex. We literally have a pitch for it in our Discord. We do. Uh, shout outs to uh, Jason for the back and forth on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we came up with like a whole Gex game. Like it's hilarious. It's like it writes itself. It does write fun. itself. Um, but anyway, uh Kale the Kangaroo is back after 20 years, officially dropping tomorrow with a whole new reboot. This is a fresh take on the franchise. Uh this is its 22nd year ah. that the company has been around. And they've decided to bring back the franchise that gave them their start. And uh I've been able to play it a little bit. I'm definitely gonna showcase it for the new uh the new streams before I go on vacation next week. Um so we'll have some KO on Sunday and Tuesday for you guys. Um aside from KO the Kangaroo, uh there's actually been a couple of games that I have tried out that I'm like right now it's kinda like the the lull. Unless everyone the- has is already in this niche, they're not gonna touch these games yeah so like these are the games that i i want to point these games out because i'm just like yo if you're wondering what to play this might be something that might be up your ally so if you're someone who really misses like the old school feeling of the old school like mascot platformers please get ko the kangaroo hashtag not sponsored hashtag please sponsor us i mean i'll talk about this game all day if i could (laughs) um you know what else also came back for after not being around for like years? Um, Sniper Elite 5 dropped. Which is funny because that has a very heavy like PC following. Yeah. The last Sniper Elite game came out in 2017. Yeah, five years. It's been five years. Yeah. Now, granted, these guys also do uh, the Zombie Army games. I know there was a Zombie Army 4 not too long ago. Um, they also developed a game called Strange Brigade that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, Sniper Elite 5 is out now. Uh, the whole thing, the whole big thing about this game was, you know, you're this, uh, World War II soldier. Yeah. Uh, fighting against the Nazi Germans in different campaigns. Uh, you're just a sniper. You're just a sniper. And you, you, it had like, you do snipey things and, uh, (laughs) It has slow-mo bullets and it tracks them as it goes into the yeah. person's body and then you get like the x-ray into the organs and the they skulls. Give you, they give you like the, the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat x-ray of bullets. Yeah. It would be a fun game. I know they I know they did a VR version of it. Yes. But I would love a Medal of Honor game again. Like an actual Medal like of Honor? Like an actual Medal of Honor game. Maybe. Because Medal of Honor always stuck around the Vietnam War. I mean, everything all is new again. We have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 coming out again. No, we just had. No, it's <laughs> Warzone 2. But I think everyone made the mistake that it was Modern Warfare 2. No, no, this game is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I had, let me go it's that. literally Modern Warfare 2 again. They did the remaster in 2020 of the original Modern Warfare 2, and now they're coming out with. Another Modern Warfare 2. That's... Yes. This is going to be kind of awkward. Yeah, I, I don't know how it makes sense because it's not like... It's not the same game that... It, actually, no, it, it is supposed to be like the whole... It's a no- sequel to Modern Warfare 2019... It's like a relaunch. I don't know what it is, but it's Modern Warfare 2 again. 
So are we actually getting the no Russian scene again? I have no idea. That scene's going to hit different now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, ah. This is what Modern Warfare 2019 part two again. Yes. Yeah. I, but we know how the story, are they changing the story? No, because it has soap and price and all the characters. Yeah, dude, but are they going to change the ending? I, you know what? It's been over 10 years. Are they going to die? <laughs> <laughs> it's been over 10 years. If you haven't played the game yet. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, I what? Have, I, I thought it was Warzone 2. No. Dude, what are you talking about? Everybody wants balance in their games and regular DLCs, and instead they gave us Godzilla and King Kong. I'd be admit, watching those streams have been hilarious. It's hilarious that you can shoot them for intel. Yeah. I, well, I don't know how that got made as a mechanic. I don't... I love it, actually. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, what does this have to do with the game? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's just Nothing. Shoot Godzilla, gain intel. Okay. Cool. Why? Whatever. I don't it know. works. Because it works. It's just bad. I want to know how much money they, they, they had to pay for that. I want to know how much money Legendary made off of this. Well, WB more so. Because um, WB owns Kong. Yes. Well, no. I'm sorry. WB has Godzilla, I think. No. And Legendary has Kong, no? No. Or is it the other flip way around? It, flip yeah. it around. It's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't get what... I, it feels like it was like... Oh, WB has it all now. Oh, WB has it all now. Good <laughs> okay, to know. Good to know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, also, Multiverses, which um, I think the, beta, the closed alpha, alpha ends. ends tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the open beta in June. June. And then the game's finally out on July. Yeah. Um, That's a game they should release on July 4th. <laughs> I'm, de I'm dead serious. I showed you the clip of RJ yes, and I yes. when we, we were abusing people as Superman. Oh, man. It was, it was great. <laughs> uh, if you missed that stream, I'm sorry, guys. But hey, the clip's out there somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's up on the actual, on the actual channel. Yeah. Um, um, Multiverses is fun. It is. Uh, there was another thing that... Uh, I played through. It's only available right now in demo form, um, but I think it's going to be an interesting game. There's a demo of a game called Imp of the Sun, and it's basically like a Metroidvania game in the style of like Hollow Knight, but you play like this little like fire guy. That's cool. And it's really cute looking. It's like Hollow Knight meets Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, like, that's perfect. And it's a Metroidvania, and the demo's out on Nintendo Switch. And I think if you're looking for something new to play, you have these kind of games. You know, you have Sniper Elite 5 for, like, the mature graph games. If you got kids, you get KO the Kangaroo. If you want to try something new, Emperor Sun is available on demo form on the Nintendo Switch right now. Uh, a lot of cool things coming out. A lot of things that are coming out, like, under the radar. I feel like also, this... Also, um, my time I, in Sandrock. From uh, my time in Portica, the sequel to that game just entered early access. Yeah. Speaking so. of early access, there's also a game called V. We talked about this last show, V Rising. Yes. Um, they added the offline mode now, so you can yeah. just play like regular, which so is cool. So you can just be Dracula. You can just be Dracula. It's awesome. V Rising is amazing. Uh, it has no right letting me just walk around <laughs> being and, Dracula. And, and hey, you can always get vampire saviors. Oh my god, that's such that a good game, game is amazing. That game has eaten up so much of my time on my Steam Deck. That game, that game needs to come out for reals. Speaking of the Steam Deck, you can now build your own, technically. <laughs> iFixit has officially launched all the repair parts for it. Yeah, so now you can just buy the repair parts. They're not that badly priced either. So, like, a replacement fan is $24.99. The anti-glare screen is $94.99. The normal screen is $64.99. Now, the anti-glare is only available for the larger. Larger size, right? The largest one, yeah. Um, so, like, if you... You can, like, basically... The motherboard, though, is what surprised me. The fact that they're actually selling the motherboard, I the know. main board... You can just buy 30, these pieces and make yourself... $349.99. I mean, it's obviously cheaper just to get a Steam Deck, but, yes. like... If you don't want to wait for it, you can you order all buy the all the parts and then build it yourself. Out, and then print out because Valve released the CAD files of the shell. Yeah, so you can 3D print the shell. Yeah. And have your own Steam Deck. Yeah. It'll probably cost like $600, which is double the price of the actual Steam Deck. About, yeah. But 
I mean, someone's uh, this is going to be an Etsy the explosion. The only thing that's kind of missing is the battery solution because the battery solution for the Steam Deck is a little weird. We're just going to run it on a generator. I mean, you can just run it plugged in for now. <laughs> um, they're still waiting on the, uh, the what's it called? But what's really cool is um, they flat out said like because of this and because it will probably keep the same uh, shape and everything for right. the Steam Deck. Once they release the up like the Steam Deck 2, since Valve said, yeah, we're, we're thinking about it and everything, you just have to upgrade your Steam Deck. You could just swap out the main board. Yeah. And you're good to go. So that's what I like to see. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like DIY stuff when it comes to uh Yeah, but I like to see deck. that like I like to see that stuff happen because it's like, oh, that's less stuff in the trash. Mm-hmm. That's the important part. Exactly. Less environmental. Uh... People forget. People forget. There are two R's. You don't want to do recycle. <laughs> recycle is your last like thing. You want to reduce and you want to reuse your stuff first. Yes. Then you recycle. I don't think that works with a lot of things. Do you want to reduce and reuse your underwear, Gino? Do you want to recycle your underwear? Into dish rags? Yes. Or into cleaning <laughs> rags? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> Actually, I do that with a lot of my old uh, t-shirts. I do that with my t-shirts too. Like they become <laughs> stuff to clean the house with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially the t-shirts that I don't fit into anymore. It's like rip dish rags. Yeah, basically. <laughs> After I cleaned them, yeah. it's like now you're a dish rag. Now you're a dish rag. <laughs> uh, Let's go into uh, some esports and gaming news that we have. <laughs> uh, actually, let's get this esports news because this is just too hilarious. So, once again, we were right. Um, I got to, I get to gloat. I'm vindicated. Because Dean, you did say this. Uh, I think we did mention this on air. So way back, Entertainment Group um, is a huge organization they're on they're on stock market and everything yeah, we talked about when they bought helix they bought helix and they bought gg leap and circuit mm -hmm. um they did their fiscal year 2022 financial results on february 22nd and now the the, the report has kind of come out and everything and then there's been a few other things that have come out one of the things is um they're looking to divest out of land centers yeah they're selling off helix um, they look, they're trying to reposition themselves as a group because mm. they've made only about between last year and this year, about only $10 million out of the millions that they spent for things. Remember, they spent $49 million for Helix and GG Circuit. Yeah. Um, and they spent a lot of money developing a esports betting platform. Yeah. Which, which on, this is the part that I was like, they're probably going to fail on this. It actually made them money, but it wasn't enough to cover all the money they lost. On I mean, else. <laughs> it made them money when their May. April 2022 report of gross revenue is $23. So they only got $23 more than what they spent. No, they only made gross profit. Not actual profit. Gross profit is total. Oh, so they made nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they lost a lot of money. So basically, um, the reason why I feel vindicated is mostly because this is a thing that I mentioned. Uh, for those of you who don't know from the land, in the land world, GG Circuit's one of the programs that you use to keep track of time and everything. Mm -hmm. We also use it as the basis for our server program um, for PXE Boot. And they do these town halls. And I'm like sitting here. I'm like, you guys are not spending your money on the right things. I've mentioned this multiple times. I'm like, listen, this is just my humble opinion. You guys should be building communities, building things like that. But you instead they wanted Starbucks. to do like Starbucks. Yeah. You can't Starbucks a land center because A, the overhead for land centers is actually very high mm -hmm. depending on where you are. Helix is in two of the most expensive states, New Jersey and Massachusetts. And this is coming from me who's in New York. <laughs> Who also runs a sort uh, of sport. land center? Uh, yeah, <laughs> at the Waypoint Cafe. Like, there's a reason street. why we focus on food and why we expanded into TCG and everything. Because you come mm -hmm. to realize you can't just make money on PCs, especially especially post pandemic. Yeah, especially post when everyone too. has PCs at home. You have to give a reason for people to come in. Mm -hmm. 
Namely, one of the reasons you can come is all the TCGs we have on display here at the Waypoint Cafe, where we support Magic the Gathering, the Dragon Ball Super card game, as well as the upcoming One Piece card game. Two out of three of those things are run by yours truly every Wednesday here at the Waypoint Cafe. So if you're into card games, definitely come on down to the Waypoint Cafe. Yeah, Check us out. Uh, we talk about a lot of different card games here uh, <laughs> on the crack. show. Oh, um, it drags you back every time. <laughs> cardboard crack drags the us back The original time. gotcha. That's the original. That's the original. Uh, that Mike, the, <laughs> TCGs are the original Michael transactions. It's the original. Yes, <laughs> yes. That the original gotcha and the original pay to win. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hate that so much. I mean, we got a lot of releases coming out now, so we have a new release for Digimon. We have a new release for Dragon Ball. We had a new release this past week for Pokemon. Right, Pokemon, uh, Astral, Astral Radiance, yeah. Okay. Uh, then next month we have another release for Pokemon, which is Pokemon Go, which everyone's upset about, by the way. Uh, this is too much Pokemon. <laughs> no, that's not the reason why. There are Ditto cards. There, oh, the stickers ones. I yeah, saw <laughs> and yeah. everyone's mad about that because it's like, wait, how do we value these cards now? I'm like, you don't. You don't. That's why. You, that's why they release this set. You don't try to make money off these cards. No, this is pure. So the way Nintendo does things when it comes to Pokemon is they release sets specifically for the TCG where here's the stuff you're supposed to buy, play. Uh, there is some collectability in it. And then a lot of the side stuff that they have is purely for collector's value. So or like kids, the Pokemon 25th anniversary sets. That was yeah. purely collector's kids, whatever. Then you had a main set, which the one before this was the Brilliant Fusions. Or yeah, like Brilliant that. Stars. Uh, and now you have this set, Astral Radiance, and then there's the Pokemon oh, Go yeah, theme set. set, which is just collector's kids, you know. So a lot of card games do this back and forth where, like, they'll release sets designed for competitive play, but then they also do things to attract, like, the casual player yeah. or the mom and dad groups where, like, oh, you know, my child is into my this My favorite game. thing that they're releasing this this uh, season is a is two um, pencil tins. One with Pikachu and one with Eevee. They come with erasers, but they also come with six packs of Pokemon cards. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, here's the gateway into... Yeah, it's like, here's your gateway Here's drug. your gateway truck. School um, supplies with your school cards. School supplies with your cards. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when schools used to ban when ba were banning Pokemon? Yeah, because they thought Pokemon was like... No, because it was actually causing... At least in my school, it caused legitimate fist fights. That's terrible. Like, kids are fighting over cars. Like, physically fighting over cars. Nothing has changed. Because now you have adults fighting over cars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember watching all those dads speed walk in the Target. Not run. Speed walk. Because most um, of them, they, they care just enough to walk in and do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Magic House has a set releasing next month. Um, it's a Dungeons & Dragons set. Yes. Uh, Escape from uh, Baldur's Gate. I don't know why they keep going back to Baldur's Gate. They got to milk D&D &D for what it's worth. I guess. Uh, so, yeah. I'm really excited for uh, this new Dragon Ball release. The pre-release is this weekend. The official release is the next week. Uh, but it's also in theme and in tune with the upcoming Dragon Ball Super superhero movie. Um, one of the new themes in this set is the Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 who are featured in that movie. And then one of the secret rears is Piccolo and Gohan with the scene oh, from cool. the movie. So I think that's really cool. It's going to be fun to collect. Yeah. I kind of miss when like movies would do the tie-ins where you'd go to the movie and get Like when you would go to the theater and get the card. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. did that for like Yu -Oh! all did of that. Pokemon, Pokemon did that. Did yeah. yeah, all the previous Pokemons did it. I remember going to the theater for uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bonds Beyond Time movie in 3D. <laughs> and what I was amazed at was the 3D in that movie is actually really good and two it had more dragons in that movie than Reign of Fire yeah if you remember that movie <laughs> see see that movie could have been the, the true Monster Hunter movie right Instead, we had Matthew McConaughey do his best uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin impression. I, oh. <laughs> and take an axe and go jump into a dragon's mouth. <laughs> that movie is bad and I love it. <laughs> we've, tri we've tried to resurrect it somehow. Like, it's like, you can edit I, this movie. Honestly, no, no, no. You know what? I honestly miss movies like that. Like, 
the cheesy bad movies? Yes. Yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with you. You know who's you know who's getting a uh <laughs> I think he's out now actually. Robocop. Robocop I, I don't know if he's getting a revival. In Fortnite. Oh yeah. I saw the 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 Fortnite uh season three pass uh is gonna have Darth Vader as the level one hundred uh skin now. Wasn't he already in the game? That's what I thought, but apparently he wasn't. Oh. I'm just mad that I, I, now I have to get another Fortnite season pass. I, I don't want to spend money on this game, Gino. Everybody, I still have it. They still have like the money that they gave me. I have already spent $28 on Fortnite. Eight I, bucks were for the season pass when Galactus was a thing and they had a Doctor Doom skin. And then I spent another 20 for Kratos. I spent $60. For the original game, because it wasn't a free-to-play game. No, but that was when it first came out. And then they refunded me all that money back after losing a lawsuit. And I've only used a little bit of it for the Tall Geese skin. I got money. And the Voltron skin. I got money back because I spent V-Bucks. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. So yeah, sometimes those, you know, whenever they do those class action lawsuits, they actually work out. Yeah. So, but it was only like, the, I think it was only like the eight bucks that I spent on the actual pass. Yeah. So I didn't get my money back for Kratos. Oh. Which doesn't bother me. I, I would gladly spend money on Kratos. Which, by the way... He's getting a TV show. God of War, like, Sony's expanding into TV. They're now selling their games on PC. Who is this Sony and what have they done with them? <laughs> Who are these people? So we have God of War going to Amazon. And Horizon, Horizon going, going, going to Hulu. Hulu. And apparently there's going to be a Gran Turismo series as well. That's the one that has me worried the most. Yeah, it's probably going to be like a bootleg Fast and the Furious. Most no, <laughs> because you know how they should do it? Like a car enthusiast show? They should. No, no. They should just straight up rip Initial D story. You know it would work. No. Yes, it would. It should be Top Gear with like car enthusiasts. Yeah. Ah, that's that's what the Gran Turismo show is. It should be Initial um, D with the rookie. I, I, I legally cannot speak about the God of War show for That's reasons. Fair. That's uh, fair. I will tell people. I will tell the people that need to know <laughs> off air. Uh, but there are, are very good reasons why I would not be able to talk much about what's going to happen with God of War and Amazon. I can just say that God of War is going on Amazon because that's public knowledge now. Yeah. Um, the Horizon on Hulu is weird. Like I but guess that's a Disney owned platform. I, well, I guess yeah, Horizon makes sense to go on that because then they can Disneyfy all the stuff. Ooh, actually, no, I don't like that at all. We're going to make Aloy a Disney princess. No, 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 I don't like that at all. You know why? Because if Disney does, no, if Disney wants it, they will buy it. Most likely. I See, that would be an issue if Disney tries to buy at least Sony's gaming department. I don't think they would. They would try. They would try, but they won't. They'll throw enough money. Sony will look at them and be like, okay, yeah, all right. (laughs) They'll throw enough money. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, let's pop along. I know there was one other thing in gaming. Uh, well, there's some... The meme. Uh, there's two memes that I could talk about. Which Dota meme? 2 is finally going to Singapore for the international. Yeah, so I heard it got canceled. For, it was supposed to be in... So, no. So, in 2020, it was supposed to be in Sweden. Then right. in 2021, they moved it back. So, it was supposed to still be in Sweden. Sweden denied... I remember hearing that. A month that. before TI saying, yeah, we're not open to the public because esports don't count as a real sporting event. Therefore, it doesn't go past our um, COVID restrictions. Right. And everyone sat there. Even like the general Swedish public looked at their even government like, what? <laughs> we have esports on TV. Daily. Yeah. Um. So it went to, I believe, Romania, which is fine. Mm-hmm. So this year they chose Singapore. Right. For Dota 2 Ti, and actually, everyone's genuinely kind of happy for it. That's a good thing. It's, it's gonna be great. Um, Counter Strike's in the news. I heard because uh, the meme Counter- "Come to Brazil" is now a thing. Yeah. So for those, uh, explain the meme for the people who <laughs> don't know so the Counter Strike Brazilian meme. Well, no, no, it's not even just a Counter Strike Brazilian meme. It's just a meme about Brazil. Whenever anyone famous or anything like big is happening, people from Brazil. We'll send, we'll send a message or a letter and be like, yeah, this is great and everything. We're happy for you. You guys should come to Brazil. Right. 
That, that's, that's, it's always been a joke and it's always been a thing. Mm-hmm. And ESL1 was like, you know what? We'll finally take you up on that. Yes. With Counter-Strike's first ever Brazilian major happening. This November. This November. So yeah, that'll be fun. Happening in Rio de Janeiro. Um, but yeah. Everything old is new. Everything old is new. <laughs> but yeah. That, um, that might be our episode title. Who am I kidding? It is our episode title. It is our episode title. <laughs> uh, there's also Compute Text this week, which is more hardware stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of hardware stuff, uh, but AMD. The, the, the big rumor is AMD is releasing like a super nah, gigahertz AMD, thing. Nah, they showed off their new uh, Ryzen 7000 CPU, and Intel sat there and was like, Oh, <laughs> because sitting at it, not full load, it blew past Intel's max frequency, which it sits at at full load. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is normal load for us. 5.5 gigahertz. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, um... Has there really been anything else in the news? Well, really? there was Activision Blizzard news. Oh, yeah. Because it's our favorite company to talk about. Um, so Raven Software uh, succeeded in voting for their union uh, in Activision Blizzard. So it's one of the first successful video game unions to happen uh, in a very long time. Yep. Um, one of the things that has come out of this is whether or not Microsoft will honor the agreement Phil Spencer has gone on record saying that they will uh, take the union in uh, once the acquisition has been finalized, um, which I hope they do. And I hope they keep it because it's one thing to take in the union as a company. I think um, Phil Spencer has already kind of boxed him in on this because remember how public he was in shaming Activision Blizzard and shaming Bobby Kotick specifically. True, but now he's put himself into this box. He's like, "Well, now if I lay them all off or spread the team out somehow, that the team no longer exists, I'm gonna be hated. I'm gonna be hated." Ah, uh... yeah. So it's it's really weird because one of the things that I'm afraid is gonna happen, and I hope that I'm wrong about this, is I would hate for them to take in the team. Microsoft has Activision Blizzard, and then they're gonna. You know, do this whole like we're gonna corporately restructure our stuff, and then they lay off like a bunch of people, which means they just lay off the people that were, you know, they lay off Ravensoft or something. Because they they have they Microsoft Bugs Testers did unionize, but but this is for the OS, mm-hmm. which is handled different than the Xbox gaming division. Okay, so the bug testers did unionize, and then they were dismissed. But that was for the OS, which probably explains a lot about Windows. 10 bugs um, <laughs> and Windows 11 bugs. It's like, we will keep you up until this thing is done. Yeah. So it's still up in the, uh, it's still up in the air, but it's hard because Microsoft is like four different companies. Yes. There's the OS company. Right. There's the services company. Right. Which is like Azure and all that. Then there's the infrastructure company that exists, which is the rebuilding countries' in- internets and everything like that, yeah. and pushing the envelope for hardware and everything. There's, there's and then there's Microsoft Gaming. So it's like, you can't just say Microsoft. They have like four different CEOs. You have to be specific. <laughs> so that's why we specific, and we specifically mentioned Phil Spencer. Um, I hope they do the right thing. You know, I, I think this will be a lot of goodwill for Microsoft in terms of taking them in. Um, I just, you know, it's just one of those things that time will tell once these things go through. Yeah. Um, still no word on what the... the uh, Whether the acquisitions actually going to go through or not. On top of that, there's still no update with the uh, the Sony Bungie one. It's still being investigated. Yeah. Um, and there's rumors going around of apparently EA offering itself up for sale. EA is offering itself up for sale or for a possible merger. Well, yeah. That's the rumor that's going around right now, which 
I don't think they're that financially bad where they have to consider Oh, they're not. That. They actually have one of the best years, period. So I'm kind of confused as to why they would uh, offer that up. Because um, everyone else is doing it. You know, we... we it's a new hot thing. Yeah, we, we reported uh, earlier that Square Enix was, like, about to go crazy hard into... NFTs and crypto. And that and, blew up in their face. And that blew up in their face. And they're still committed to it, by the way. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Nino Kuni. Oh, yeah. What was up with that? So the game originally launched in Japan, did very well, made like over $300 million. Right. And now it's being ported to the PC and US. And the publisher that ended up buying the original publisher threw in blockchain and NFT stuff into the game. It wasn't there originally. It just got added, and everyone's kind of confused why it's there. Because crypto is the future. The I future. The future. <laughs> NFTs are awesome. Except if you're Seth Green. I can't. I can't. <laughs> the fact that you had to tie copyright to that thing is so stupid. Um... Oh, he got scammed. So, like, I feel bad for. I like. I sort of feel bad for him. I don't. And I don't. In this day and age, you should not click suspicious links. Come on. Maybe it wasn't a suspicious. It link. was. It was a phishing scam. I know. <laughs> it's a phishing scam. Like I just got something hilarious the other day. Apparently, Netflix was like, "Hey, we couldn't charge your card via text message." I'm like. I love getting those text messages. It's like, hey, your bill is due. And I'm like, no, it's not. How do you have this number? How do you have this number? First of all, how, how do, do you have, have this, this number? number? Second of all, everything's handled by email. <laughs> and I manually pay the bill. Because I get the email reminder, hey, it's due in X amount of days. Yeah, same. So you can't tell me <laughs> that it's... Oh, when there's like, you know, oh, your, your, I love when I get the ones where it's like, oh, your Capital One bank account uh, has been closed due to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, first of all, I don't have a Capital One. Oh, bank I've account. got that too. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that. I was like, yeah, I don't have that. Which is hilarious. <laughs> anyway, um, it's been a very short news week. Uh, there's a few things that are just that we. There's can a lot of like little tidbits and one-offs that aren't really that important. So apparently, the Lord of the Rings Gollum will be releasing on September 1st. Yeah, and a lot, I still of, people, don't a lot of people that game are is. afraid that it's coming out too early because it doesn't look that great. The, they did a little trailer to show like the update for it. Yeah, and it looks really bad. <laughs> I mean, coming to PC and consoles, and then at a later date, the Nintendo Switch. I don't know, man. I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, that uh, so there's two Pokemon like games that are also finally coming out. There's Temtem. Temtem is coming to uh, a bunch of systems. Yeah, it's coming to Switch, which is also hilarious. Yeah, and then, and then there's the other one, which I'm drawing the blank on the name now. I, I, it, we. It's Pokemon with guns. We showed it all. And we slavery. talked about it last time, where it was like uh. A Pokemon game where uh Power World. Power World, yeah, because yes. now they're because they're called pals. Yes. Um it's essentially like super violent Pokemon where you can capture the creatures and you can set them up for like fighting rings, or you can eat them, or you can shoot them, or you can use them as like a body shield. Body shield. And then you have to fight this evil organization that's using them as like Forced labor to yeah. make like cheap toys and guns, and I'm like, "What is this?" It's it's Pokemon if it was done by the creators of South Park. That's what it is. It, yeah, <laughs> it really kind of is. It, it's absolutely insane. I oh my god, I don't know how. Sometimes I get surprised that games like that exist. I'm not. And then at the other times, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not surprised. This is the same company that gave you Craftopia. I don't know what that was. So Craftopia was looked at as like a knockoff. Um, before Genshin came out, it was looked at um, as a knockoff uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. And because it used a lot of the same assets and stuff like that. But it was just a game where you could just craft things. And like, I kid you not, people build things like a conveyor belt that you just have 
that you can just have uh, cows on and like, yeah, see what I mean? How it like feels like has a lot of Breath of the Wild elements to it, plus Harvest Moon. But then you could just do that. You can have a conveyor belt where you drop a bunch of live cows into a uh, and forced animal labor to generate <laughs> energy into a uh, thing. So yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, but the news this week because it's a lull before E3, which if E3 was supposed if to happen, E3 was happening. We went over last week all the other the shows streams and stuff that's gonna be coming out so we'll definitely be reporting on that as they go live the first one up is of course the summer games fest hosted by jeff Keeley. that's coming out i was i think that was june 12th i think so yes yeah um so we know that that's gonna be something big we know that sony is definitely gonna have some good announcements we know that they're about to push the PlayStation VR 2 really soon. They made an <laughs> announcement that it's going to be shown at Gamescom uh, this year. So, you Did know. They announced that on their blog. I don't know. I, I saw it on like a news site. Oh, okay. The PlayStation blog, I, I turned off the notifications recently just because I was like, I don't care anymore. I'm just waiting. I got a weird push notification from PSN recently where PSN offers a service where they do um, game tips. Via PSN. Okay. And I'm like, that's cool. Why did you push this notification to me? I don't know, man. Uh, I know that CD Projekt Red has apparently... There is supposed to be um, a new Witcher game. They they said that the research for the game yeah, is the now pre- concluded. Yeah, the pre-production has finished, so now um, they're going to start... There's also a cyberpunk uh, story, main story DLC coming out soon, supposedly. Not soon. They, ha- they just started working on that uh, DLC. Okay. Yeah. No one's going to buy it. I hope no one buys it. I don't want anyone to buy a CD Projekt Red game thing ever. But the thing is, I, am I the only person who expected this to happen? No, because we called, we said it was going to happen. No, the thing is, like, here's the, here's the thing with CD Projekt Red. They release a game, and then after they release, they keep working on it until the Game of the Year edition comes out, and then it's good. Yeah. But I think with That's Cyberpunk, it was one of those things that people expected to be fully ready at the go. And that was the expectation. And those people have never dealt with an actual CD Projekt Red game. No, because from what it looked like, it looked like it was ready to go. Like It looked like it was ready to go. And it yeah. wasn't for like a year. <laughs> uh, um, the Marvel MMO being developed originally by the DC Universe Online Studio has been canceled. And nothing of value was lost. Seriously, did anyone really care that there was a Marvel MMO? I thought no. that was supposed to be what's it called? What the Avengers game was yes. supposed to be? No. <laughs> but it's okay because IDOS is free now. You know what's even funnier? What? So, I know the Avengers game is technically a dead game. Like, I don't think there's anyone actually actively. No, playing. people are still playing it. Okay. It's more alive than Babylon's Fall. Okay. Here's the thing. You know what's come back after 10 years? I can't believe this game is 10 years old. Metal Gear Rising. Oh yeah, I heard that like they got like a thousand percent uptick in sales play- on Steam. Yes, on sales and people playing the game. Yeah, and it's all because like people got curious after seeing the memes on like Facebook and stuff. Yeah, like the uh, Nano Machine's son. Yeah, like that's an actual line from the. So like, yes, yeah. yes, the Nano Machine. <laughs> so it wasn't son. just that. So I I also follow a lot of uh you know political affiliated Facebook pages, <laughs> and some of the memes started showing up in those because they're very tongue in cheek related to a lot of situations that are happening in current events. Yes. And it's hilarious because one, this game is not written by Kojima. It's not, which is even funnier. Which is funnier, um, but the fact that they were still able to hit that whole. <laughs> soothsayer <laughs> power of his that he tends to have <laughs> in a very roundabout way <laughs> the game has seen such an uptick in repopularity and I love it. It, it was literally a 1000% increase I love it on I sales it. and in players I love it because the game I was just like you know it's a it's a fun game yes like it's one of the it's a platinum s game if you want to play a platinum s game yeah that's so, it. <laughs> so for me it's like this there's always a game that isn't great or good 
Like it's kind of borderlined into that. This game's kind of bad territory, but, but it does so... a couple of things so very well that you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Just like Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. You know, <laughs> that game's pretty bad, but it does some things that I'm just like, this is also very amazing. So do you remember, uh, I think it was the the Honest trailer for Pacific Rim? Yes. Where the, the guy's like, so dumb, so awesome. <laughs> That's what these games are. Yes. Metal Gear we Rising is dumb and it's awesome. Strangers of, of Paradise, Final <laughs> Fantasy Origin is dumb, dumb but, but it's, it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um... What's funny is, have you, did you, uh, Kojima recently did an interview, apparently. Uh, yes. Did you see it? Where someone finally asked him, so why didn't you port the Metal Gear games to, since you said there was no exclusivity with, with Sony at the time? Yeah. For any of the Metal Gear games, why didn't you port it? He's like, I was just too lazy. Maybe he was. <laughs> I just love that he's so mad it's not only that he was too lazy, but the guy is literally also a workhorse, and he's like, I would rather just focus on yeah. this one system than have to go through like <laughs> yeah. through the craziness of everything. Uh speaking of Kojima, Norman Reedus in a recent interview let slip that they are in fact working on a new Death Stranding game. Ooh. So he got in a little bit of trouble with that. <laughs> oh well. So it's Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus too? I guess so. I mean, will be a toddler? I don't know. I mean, it's out of the thing now. So yeah, I don't know. But I, I really liked Death Stranding. Obviously, we did too because it was our 2019 game of the year. But <laughs> so Death Stranding two is officially being worked on in some capacity. Probably like the recording for the cinematics and things like that. That's what I think. Yeah. So who knows? Um, the other thing that's kind of also been popping up in the rumor mill is how th- there eventually will be a- either a Silent Hill collection of sorts or a brand new Silent Hill game. Uh, Bluebird Games, who were the last ones reported to be working on this Silent Hill revival, um, they've been very coy as to whether or not it's Silent Hill or it's not. It's Silent Hill or not. Uh, but here's the game. thing. Bluebird Games worked on a horror game that came out sometime back called The Medium, which was pretty moderately well-received. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a solid horror game. Yeah. Um, they did report that they had teamed up with, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but Akira Yomaka, the guy who does the music yeah. for Silent Hill. They have reported that they did team up with him to work on something he is known for. And the thing is, Akira Manka is known for only a handful of games, mainly Silent Hills and the soundtrack for like Shadows of the Damned. But <laughs> He's also done movie soundtracks. So. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be a movie-based thing, but 90%... I will laugh if it's a remake of Shadows of the Damned. I don't think it will be that. <laughs> that's, that's a grasshopper thing. It is. And I can't even remember the last thing that uh, Suda51 even came out with recently. No More Heroes. It's probably just No More Heroes no 3. No More Heroes 3. That's yeah. it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he comes out with more stuff. He's working on stuff, he said. So He's always working on something. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, there's also been another rumor mill. This is more hardware-wise that we're supposedly going to be seeing... Uh, console refresh or a pro version of the new consoles soon. So I know like a PlayStation one and a Sony and a, a lot Microsoft of the, one. this is like a lot of the investor talk that happens. Yeah. So they feel like there's going to be a PlayStation five pro at some point. And it's too soon. Here's why I say it. there's a couple of reasons why I feel it's uh, why the answer is no. Uh, one, it's kind of too soon for a hardware refresh, considering that the PS5 is still pretty much in its infancy. Yeah. Two, PS5s, although they are easier to get now, they are also still not that easy to get, so to speak. You can catch like um, a lot of like store refreshes and stuff like that a little bit more. Um. Yeah, that's the that's the digital only version. <laughs> They're the same size. Just one has a little extra bump for the disc drive. That's it. They're literally the same size. <laughs> I, I I don't know if there's gonna be like a small revision. Uh, I think what's gonna happen is what they did with the um the digital one where they were able to shorten the size of the heatsink yeah. to make it lighter. Uh, it's also a little bit faster. Like 
little smidgen in terms of like loading speeds and whatever. I think the best thing they did was they added the variable refresh rate yeah. uh, update recently. So I think that's... I do know I do know that Microsoft has confirmed that they're working on a um, Games Pass Xbox um, dongle that you can just plug into your TV and stream games. That would be cool. That like they, they flat out said, yes, we are working on something like that hardware wise. Um, the only reason why this has come up is only because RDNA 2 is reaching its maturity level now, mm-hmm. which is the, the chipset from AMD that they're both working with. Right. So it kind of makes sense that since that platform is kind of now hitting PCI 5 level maturity with DDR5, mm-hmm. and I think now GDDR7 will be coming out soon yes. in terms of graphics RAM, everyone's kind of wondering, well, since the main hardware that they're based off of is getting a refresh, Will you guys get a refresh? And it's just like, why? Why, but also who knows? <laughs> um, Silicon's not fun. Listen, melting sand to do really cool things is very difficult. Because <laughs> that's really what they're made out of, sand. That's true. <laughs> like, silica sand is very difficult to deal with. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just... I just, there's a lot of rumors going around right now, but a lot of them just seem kind of dumb. I'm hearing rumors of Sega selling off IPs. I hear rumors of Konami looking to buy another company. Supposedly, um, they wanted to buy um, Psy Games. I heard about something with Konami buying... I don't think it was side games. It was something I, else. Some some mobile company they wanted yeah, to buy. I, I heard about that. Um, um, there's rumors of either Capcom going for sale because the owners are just tired. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like if if any company is gonna be bought right now, if any big company is gonna be bought, um, I look at like Square Enix. I look at EA. I look at Ubisoft. I look at Konami. I think any one of those four will probably I, be the ones that like get I picked up by that. somebody. I, I agree with that. But, but, I don't think it's going to be a total. I think it will probably be. I think it's just be, franchises. I yeah. think it will be franchises. I feel more like franchises. Here's the thing. Be. Like, um, Sony has gone on record saying that when after, after they picked up Bungie, yeah. um, they have gone on record saying that there are other acquisitions in the pipeline. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. So. But it makes me wonder, like, who else could they possibly pick up that would benefit Sony? Because, like, Bungie, the reason why they went with Bungie and the reason why Bungie went with Sony... They I'm benefit sorry, each other They benefit well. each other very yes. well. Sony is looking into investing in brand new IPs. Sony is looking into having an infrastructure in place for live service type games. And obviously, you want to pick the most successful live service game that's going on right now next True. to standard MMOs. I, I, could see them, <laughs> I could see them trying to buy Square Enix. The problem with Square Enix is if you buy Square Enix... You also get their manga department and their anime department. Sony already has that. And Funimation, yeah. And Funimation and their own publishing. Uh, they own Yen Press mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things. So in that regard, like, I don't see it. I can see Sony buying Bandai Namco. I don't know about that. And here's the reason why. They want access to the to previous IPs. Think about all the games that Bandai Namco publishes. Think about where a lot of people have their memories at. <laughs> really on, on the PS2. If we were suddenly able to come up with billions of dollars, who do we buy first? Capcom or Square Enix? I would buy Capcom first. Koei Tecmo. I wouldn't touch Koei Tecmo. I would buy Koei Tecmo. Why? Because you want you want more romance of the Three Kingdoms? <laughs> no. <laughs> Because they still own the rights to uh, Ninja Gaiden, don't they? Yes. I want, my, I want, I want, I want new Ninja Gaiden games. Nobody wants that. I want that. I want difficult. I want very. You want to talk about Souls likes? Give me an actual difficult Ninja Gaiden game. The, the first one exists. Yeah, I know the first one. I want new ones. <laughs> the first one exists on Games I've, Pass properly. I practiced that one all the <laughs> way to the ground. <laughs> waifu, fighters. waifu Fighter 7. Get, 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 get guided. guided. 
Listen, after Bias hearing the history of Koei Tecmo and how it's a husband and wife combo who just wanted to see historical figures shipped together, the whole company now makes sense to me. It's funny that chat would say by Konami because then I can do the sunset. Uh, I got to find that post again so I can share it in the Discord because <laughs> I did this whole post of like, yeah. what if I owned Konami and what kind of games I would make? And then I, followed, then I followed it up with uh, what if I owned Sega? Um, did I did I ever do a Capcom one? No, I didn't do a Capcom no. one. No, I should do that. <laughs> I still laugh that people think Breath of Fire is owned by Nintendo. I mean, people still think Crash Bandicoot's owned by Sony. Like, just you gotta go with the flow. You just look at them and go. Breath of Fire hadn't been on a Nintendo system since the Super Nintendo. No, nah, there was a PlayStation Two Breath of Fire. That's oh. where everyone knows it from, but everyone associates it as a Nintendo game. At least in the West. The last time Breath of Fire was on a Nintendo system Super Nintendo. was the Super Nintendo. Yes. <laughs> Breath of Fire, uh, Dragon something. Yeah. The fifth one. Yeah. I remember that game. That was an annoying RPG. Actually, I buy some of the... I would try to buy some of the um, the studios that Nintendo bought. Like Camelot Soft and everything. Like for those like one-offs of like Golden Sun and stuff like that. I feel like there was something else done recently with Breath of Fire though. Like, oh yeah, there's a mobile game. Is that what it was? Yeah, Capcom oh. gave us a mobile game. Wow. For the main, for the mainline story, they gave us a gotcha game. Capcom, you're a terrible company. Give me Mega Man Legends Three. <laughs> oh my heart. At least let let Nintendo buy that and Monster Hunter off of you. I don't know. I think what it is is Cap Sony keep every Evil. year Capcom just picks a franchise to revitalize. They're like, okay, this year's the Street Fighter year. Then no, next this, year this is... year's no. I'm saying like this is yeah, how they yeah, do it. They yeah. go, okay, this year we're gonna do all Street Fighter this year, and then they do all the Street Fighter stuff, and then they then the next year comes. They're like, all right, this is gonna be all Resident Evil year, yeah. and then they do all the Resident Evil things, and then it's like, hey, what 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 did we forget? Uh, we haven't done Devil May Cry in like eight years. Okay, let's do Devil May Cry year. We release the. Do you know why they don't do that? Because <laughs> they still have to pay um the founder of Platinum Games royalties every time that they have to make a Devil May Cry game. I know, and that's why they don't make those games. They don't. <laughs> they don't want to pay him. And then Mega Man, it's more about just finding the right feel for the game because, like, give me a Battle Networks Connect collection. I, they've done, they've they've done to death the classic and the X collection. Give me EXE. There was the Zero collection done recently, which is great, which, which is, is a great, great collection. But we want our Battle Network collection, and give most me land. and most importantly, I want my Star Force trilogy oh, in yeah. one. I want it in one. Yeah. Um, there's another... Uh, oh, what's that new... Isn't that uh, Dino? The new game that they just showed. That's a new game. That's it's It's Dino until Until they confirm... It's Dino Crisis! Until they confirm that that is its actual title, it's Dino Crisis, okay? No, no, no. That's what I think. They're like, yeah, it's not Dino Crisis. Like, no, that's Dino Crisis. You can't fool us. Dino Crisis. Maybe. Would I do Contra? I think that's what I I have that in that that in that Facebook post that I put. I did put Contra. I yeah. think I think the sh the one that I showed it. I don't know how I ended it. I know I started off with a Sunset Riders reboot, and then like a Castlevania game created by Plano Games, mm -hmm. and I think it was Contra by Way Forward is what I came up with. Actually, that would be nice. And I can't. I can't remember what I ended the damn. What I ended my fake E3 show with. I'm gonna have to dig through those posts. I, I don't know how far back I have to go or what year I originally did it. I'll put them like in our Discord. <laughs> I want. I actually want a Doc Soccer's game. Like I mean, you and like 90 other thousand fans want them to remember that vampires. Can they even call it vampire saviors anymore? I don't know. Darkstalkers, that's what... <laughs> it has to be Darkstalkers. <laughs> After WWE and Mystery Company X, Mystery Company X will be Ubisoft, just so that I can free Michael Ansel. <laughs> Please, so I can get... Uh, what's it called, finally? So we can get Beyond Good and Evil 2, two. finally. That, and also give me a new Raymond game. That has no rabbits in it. 
I just I was just thinking like, man, I forgot. Was, weren't we supposed to get like Rayman, the Rabbids game sequel at some point? Is at that some point? I think I don't know. I feel like that's also. I know we're July. getting a Mario Rabbids game sequel. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's like July. I feel like I so. yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like that Ju- is July. I feel yeah. like July is both Splatoon three and no that game. July. No Splatoon three is not until September. Xenoblade Chronicles oh, so three, Xenoblade 3 is got, now in July. So I think July is Xenoblade Chronicles three and Splatoon and um and, the Mario Rabbit yeah. sequel. That's insane. And some secret project that they've hinted at. I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, it's the quiet time before we have all the AAA stuff being thrown at us. One of the things that's really going to help out with our streams, though, is this upcoming PlayStation Plus Extra Essential Premium thing, because I get to show you guys a lot of classic PlayStation games, as well as some other games that you may not have seen. I'm looking forward to streaming things like Siphon Filter and Osiris Wrath. Oh, my God, I get to stream Osiris Wrath. That is a game Capcom needs to bring back. Maybe, but yeah, that Dragon's game Dogma. Oh, this should be an Ida. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so apparently the play for the PlayStation One games, a lot of them are the PAL versions, which is unfortunate because then that means they're gonna have a lot of like graphical hiccups. Because that's what they use for the um, the PlayStation 1 Classic, which is why it wasn't that great. You know why it's the PL? They were very laggy and janky. You know yeah. why they're using that, right? Because it's... No. Well, I would think it had to do with money, but... No. They've, those, are the only, those are the oldest version of the games that still exist without having to go and find the physical games to rip. They no longer have the source code for a lot of those games. Wouldn't it just be the same thing? No, because you need the source code to be able to up, to update it. It's locked on a disk. But they still have the source code for the PAL games. So, because those are just so, copied so, so why not just hit up a gamer and be like, hey, can you... Uh... you they, they have to find the master, master disks. And oh, Sony's, so they don't have the master disks. Yes. Yeah. Sony's notorious for not keeping things. That is true. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's why. Oh, I get to do the trifecta because I get to finally show off Eco. Because I've done Shadow of the Colossus on stream. I've done The Last Guardian on stream. I have yet to do Eco on stream. Oh, my God. I'm so looking forward to this. speed on all three. Yeah. (laughs) No, he's not going to speed Wait, the Xbox has Twitch integration too, right? Yes. I got to put my Xbox S so I can stream from my Xbox S onto Twitch too. Yeah. forgot about that. I got to do that. I'm so happy right now. Crimson Skies. I mean, I, I was leaving that for Mario. <laughs> okay. Whenever he gets around to streaming, because I know he wanted to do multiplayer. Crimson, multiplayer. He wanted to do Crimson's guys, and I think Mario also wanted to do the Falconeer after my recommendation. Yes, the Falconeer is good. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's what I'm gonna do when I finish my computer. I think I'm just gonna have. I'm gonna hook up my S to that same PC and just yeah. stream that. Because yeah. most of the games, it's gonna be. I gotta. I gotta run. Uh, I need better cable management. One, be- yeah, one, <laughs> two. You're gonna need an HDMI uh, switch. Yeah. So that way you just you don't have to unplug anything from the PC. You just choose the input. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's it's gonna a be, project, it's a but project, it's fun. But it's, it's fun. gonna be fun. That's what I have at home. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that's enough for today's show. Uh, RJ and Joel will be coming up at 8:30 p.m. We have a little bit of a delay due to. Uh, Acon meetings and stuff like that. Uh, if you're in the Texas area, Acon is happening right now. I think Anime Boston is this very weekend. Oh my uh, god, it is! Yeah, yeah, and also MomoCon. MomoCon is also this weekend, and Fanime. God damn, <laughs> con season is in full effect. That's true because I was almost going to go to MomoCon for the Dragon Ball tournament they were going to have over there. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um. We have Anime Boston, Animazement, Momocon, and Fanamic. Jesus. There's a lot of cons. It's crazy. Cons are cons back, are back y'all. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, but we appreciate all of you sticking on by. As always, uh, you can continue this conversation over in our Discord. Uh, buddy, if you're in the chat, get ready. I don't know if my son's back. Because normally he likes to put in the commands. Yeah. 
but we have Mr. I don't know, Nick, Vinnie Mac in the truck. We, we have Vinnie Mac, but you know, my son's going to scream at him. <laughs> my, my son's the real boss. You got to understand. It doesn't look like my son is paying attention. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, <but> okay. <laughs> Uh, so that's the Discord. Right. Well, we have our Discord. We also have our main website, digitalerentertainment.com, where you can find all of our social media links, podcasts, and written content there. A lot of stuff written by yours truly. We got reviews coming. I got to finish my Stranger in Paradise review. We're going to have a Chaotic Kangaroo review sometime by tomorrow afternoon. Um, so that's a thing. <laughs> uh, if you like our work, Consider supporting us through various different methods. We have our merch over at our streamelements.com slash digital era entertainment. You can find our D hoodie, our D t-shirt, our D tank tops, as well as D mug for your beverage of choice. Um, as well as other promotional merch for some of the other things we have. We have our D code merch up there, as well as t-shirts for Kokoro no Pro, our upcoming wrestling themed visual novel that was recently featured on IGN's Rogue Jam on their first episode as an honorable mention. Um, we're very excited about that. That has, give us, that has given us renewed focus and renewed passion for this uh, little passion project of ours. Um, you know, we are a super small team of like three people and the janitor and, and, and Gino's hair. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Coconut Pro is still being worked on, guys. Do not fret. We will have more on that at some point. It'll be one of those things like it'll be done when it's done. We're going to take the id software approach. <laughs> That's all I can say for that. <laughs> oh, so we have an exclusive update for our Kokorono Pro. Demo programming is done. We are just working on art and music assets right now. So that's a good sign. Yay. That means we will have something tangible for you all to play through now. So that's a good sign. I am looking forward to this. You know, I'm pretty sure either myself or RJ would stream it. Imagine me streaming. I have never streamed a visual novel. That's one thing I have not touched yet on my streams. So. I have so many that I could give you to stream, but half of them are not safe for work. Yeah, we don't do those anymore. D after dark is left for violent, violent games. <laughs> Anyways, continuing down the uh, promotional stuff. Uh, if you want to support us also, you can check out image anime at imageanime.com and use our promo code discount ship uh, to save on ground shipping for any purchase on a over a hundred dollars. Ground shipping is free with our promo code on all in stock items over at imageanime.com. Of course, we'd like to thank the Waypoint Cafe located at 65 Ludlow Street for being the, the house of operations. <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> You're back. You're back. <laughs> you can put in the gold bond code. Gold bond. <laughs> Begin run becomes Bob. <laughs> That's why he's going to go watch the Bob's Burger movie. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's coming out soon. But yeah. It's too late. Okay. Ugh. You know the rules. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now I'm going to put it in. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So RJ and Joel will be late, guys. Uh, we'll catch you on the next stream. I'm going to be showcasing KO the Kangaroo this very Sunday. But as always, we have more streaming content for you just after this. Fridays, we've got a lot of stuff coming up for you. Uh, next week, there will not be a podcast. I am not in town. so Okay. So have a good night, y'all. And until next time, you've been Decoded. <laughs>